Hey guys, welcome back to Your Voices Everything. This is D.H. Camaro. Okay, it's 11 o'clock at night. It's officially very late right now. Um, it's September 1st and I'm exhausted. I had uh, training for my day job and I didn't forget about this day regardless of how busy my life has been recently. I didn't go to my second job because my day job took uh, the majority of the day. However, it is 11 o'clock at night, but I came, I, I came on today on a weekday because I wanted to share with you guys what September 1st means. It's the third year anniversary of Raina, my 18-year-old uh, daughter. And it's a special day because although the journey pretty much has been there and every experience has shaped uh, what this whole journey is about, I really feel that this was the, the the beginning, the beginning of everything that moved me to to show the world uh, what is really happening, to show the world that these are real events. It's not just, you know, your neighbor or whatnot, or I, I don't know, just news and, you know, the media. So September 1st, my daughter Raina had her first osteotomy. If you don't know what an osteotomy is, it's... Um, she was born with hip dysplasia. It's a, it's a, what do you call it? It's a, she was born with a de, hip dis deformity. Her, she had a shallow hip and we didn't know when she was a baby. She would cry all the time. She had many falls. She, but you know, the kids are growing. You don't know. She would complain of hip pain, you know, growing pains. And that's all it was always dismissed as like growing pains. Up until her freshman year um, in high school. She was going to be an incoming freshman, actually. She joined the track team, and she was warming up. She was running, and she fell uh, because her hip hurt so bad, and she it stretched out. Her, you know, her hip came out and dislocated a little bit, and that um, made a tear in the ligament. So that started it all. Uh, her freshman year was really bad trying to find, you know, what her physical therapy to try to make it better. It was not right. X-rays. I mean, I'm trying to bring awareness to that. At that time, uh, we were living in Riverside. Riverside, I remember. We were living, like I want to say, yeah, we were living in Riverside. We were we oh I don't know anyway long story short she it was a transition long transition it took a year for them to diagnose that she had bilateral hip dysplasia congenital bilateral hip dysplasia and that meaning congenital that she was born with it bilateral both limbs um, hip, hip dysplasia deformity of the hip and at 15 years old uh, it was not not a risky, I mean, there's a lot of, but it's mostly done on babies. And they have this cast on where it looks like a diaper. It's like a diaper cast. And that's typically done in babies. And, you know, they obviously don't have to walk. So they're just, you know, laying down whatsoever. But for someone that was 15, that was really hard. Somebody who's extroverted was really hard. <sighs> just thinking of the memories of her recovery. I posted a picture on my in, on my Instagram and on my Facebook and on my Twitter 
showing her after her surgery, just moments after she had woken up. She smiled to that camera. God, she is brave. She takes pain. She takes a lot of pain. Not then I had previously talking about how, you know, taking in a lot of pain is not a good thing, but that's the biggest pain she's physically had. So anything else that that comes close to that, you know, it's it hasn't. Nothing else has come close to that. Even the second surgery was a little bit better. She knew what to expect. She knew recovery time. She knew. But the first one was really tough. Um, we, uh, September 1st, we went into Kaiser uh, in uh, Los Angeles, borderline Beverly Hills. And Dr. Katad, um, we, we thank you, Dr. Katad, amazing physician, amazing orthopedic surgeon out in uh, Kaiser, Los Angeles. Shout out to you, Dr. Katad, because you worked on my daughter twice and she is absolutely amazing. He is phenomenal. Uh, excellent bedside banners, just um, informative, treated us well. Always made sure she was comfortable and that she knew what was going to happen. So, again, great doctor. And um, we went in. She went in for surgery. I remember days before we uh, donated blood um, pints. I think I gave two pints and my son gave another two pints of blood. Oh no, one pint. I think we all went, we did one pint each. I forgot. Long story short, we both donated blood and that was taken into surgery in case she needed to have that, um, needed to have a transfusion because there was going to be a lot of blood loss. And she did. She had a lot of blood loss. Um, I remember him telling us and, um, she did well. She did amazing. And I wanted to honor that, honor this today because the journey that started this was this day. Her recovery took two months. She wasn't able to walk. She had a walker. She had a um, cane. She had a little porta potty thing. She I, she couldn't bathe herself. I had to bathe my child. It was very heartbreaking to see how determined she was. That made me proud. But also how strong she really was. How hard she fought. I was, uh, for many of you know that in my title, CST means surgical Certified Surgical Technologist. I'm a Certified Surgical Technologist and I work in the operating rooms. Uh, all surgeries. I've done heart. I've done brain. I've d- delivered, helped deliver babies through C-section. I've done tw- you know, twins. I've done numerous amount of ortho cases, urology cases. I mean, you name it. Trauma, organ transplant, organ harvesting, you name it. It's been an amazing journey and I wouldn't trade that for the world and I want to continue doing that because I have I feel that I have the heart and the knowledge and the patience to do that so I continue I'll continue with that and my daughter during that time I was a student in surgical technology I was about to go into my um, 
clinical site. I ready to go. My for <laughs> first time around, my clinical site was going to be Loma Linda, Loma Linda, California, Loma Linda Hospital, uh, Veterans Hospital was going to be my uh, surgical site. Took my surgical rotations. I was uh, one out of the two chosen. Actually, yeah, no. I think they were going to choose two, but they only chose me. I was the only chosen for Loma Linda that uh, time around. I the, uh, scheduled to leave, I think, September 7th to surgery. Um, but my I wasn't sure how my daughter was going to respond. Um, I decided to take that time off and take a break from... From my surgical clinicals, it hurt my heart, but it was the best thing I could have done because God forbid my daughter had an infection and bone infections. If you know, it's critical. That's it. It's in your bone. It's in your blood. That's your, that, that's it. it. It can be taken care of, but in reality, it's just, it's straight to the heart and it's done. I didn't want anything wrong with her. I wanted to make sure she was taken care of because I had to do clinicals. I was going to come home tired. Uh, still take care of her. I had a, you know, I had to study for my national board certifications. I, I wanted to make sure that I was in the proper headspace to take care of my schooling and my daughter. And there was no way in hell I was going to be able to take care of my daughter knowing that I couldn't pass my schooling. And that was very important for me. My schooling is highly important for me. And it still is to this day. Since I was a child, that's been my go-to my escape has been schooling music it's been my getaway so then um I spent went to my director at that time my director was um was Miss Brittany Kitchens Miss Kitchens I absolutely adore you to all my professors that helped me through that transition and saw and put the faith in me and the strength they Mr. Edwin Edmondson, Mr. Kim Parrish, Mr. Alfonso, you guys, Mr. Orendine, Mr. Ismael Orendine, Miss Flanagan, <laughs> she was the beginning of that, but Miss Kitchens was the director at that moment. Um, she said, it's okay, just, you know, take the time off, it's fine, you're okay, just come back when you're ready. So next time around, I had to repeat my career not career classes, but like the, the classes that, you know, gets you prepared for that. So I did the second time around, I did at Orange County Global in Santa Ana. So shout out to all you amazing techs, senior techs. You guys are phenomenal. Everybody in this transition was absolutely great from my schooling and clinicals. Exceptions for some, but you know, there, there's always room for improvement. With that said, it was that my took care of my daughter, and during the transition of taking care of her, um, I was working for a medical transportation company, and she had painkillers in the cabinet, and as she was healing, getting better, the depression was sinking in. As the depression sunk, it 
then she couldn't run, she couldn't walk, she couldn't do the things that she liked. It was hard to, you know, get her to go anywhere without, you know, getting a wheelchair, without, you know, getting the walker. She was embarrassed. She didn't want to use a cane. She she struggled a lot. The pain was severe, so she didn't want to mess with it. But she did walk. She tried. But one day, I get a phone call from my little one that Reina had taken the bottle of um, pills. She had morphine. And she opened the bottle and she was locked in the bathroom. I was scared to death. In that moment, I realized that nothing mattered more than my child's life. And that I pledged to... She remembered... uh, How much she wanted to do things and that she couldn't. And she realized that she didn't have friends from all the bullying that had happened and all the police reports I had to file and... She realized she didn't have anyone because that was just a few months prior to that. So it really, all those thoughts went into her mind. So she didn't want to live. And that made my heart stop. Like I said, I was working for a medical transportation company, um, transporting patients, for the majority it was dialysis patients to the Davidas and picking them up from nursing homes or whatnot. And I went to my clinical site to work full-time and still do work online, practice for my national board. Not only was my health decreasing as well, but also with her, the depression increased. And that is the journey. That is what started this whole journey and why I decided to come I can't say come clean, but to really open that box of memories. As hurtful as it may be, it can save somebody's life. You don't know what somebody's going through. You absolutely do not know. So those who have had surgery and, you know, have been down for a while because you haven't been able to do anything, especially during this pandemic, it's rough. It's rough. Please know that you're not alone have family and friends that love you and care for you I came on tonight just to talk about that with about my daughter about how September 1st marks the third year anniversary of her osteotomy on her right hip she has a scar that's about uh, 12 inches long in her inguinal area in the groin area and that will always forever be a a battle scar that's something that wanted to break her didn't um, she's currently still battling with depression. She had gotten better just a few days ago. It rose up again. So we're battling that as well with, um, with the psychiatry and with her therapist and we're meeting her doctor appointments. So make sure she is well, but overall Raina is doing amazing. Her hips haven't been great. Haven't been the best, but today they are the best. She's she's doing phenomenal. So I just wanted to come up, come up and talk to you guys a little bit. Share that with you. This is the journey that started it all. It was Reina's osteotomy and her story of how she overcame that. 
and the strength, the courage, the bravery that she brought upon that was her osteotomy. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed the reason why September 1st is important. The beginning of it all. Have a great night. Uh, We'll talk this weekend. I do work a lot, but I will come on and talk to you guys. I'm not done conversating. If you have any questions, please text me, email me, post me on social media, DM me whatever just send me hey you know what if you have a topic that you want me to talk about a question you have and you want me to answer I'll answer it openly I do apologize I had my notes on the depression questions I I had gotten 20 depression questions and for the life of me I cannot find it and I even wrote them down and I cannot find it so I am sorry so if you have anything related to depression and particularly bipolar depression, please, please come up and, and um, send me a, a, a message and we'll get talking about that. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Wonderful night and we'll see you soon. Okay, good night. Stay blessed and remember that you are absolutely amazing.